Hello and welcome back to Upstairs the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news and reviews. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. This week we're going to be talking through the recently announced Olivier nominations, which is very exciting. First thing to say, the most exciting for the two of us personally, is that we're actually going to the Olivier Awards this year, which is... It's going to be real Really, fun. really exciting. Really excited to see who's going to be performing. Some really great shows are nominated, so I think we should get some really good performances out of it. Just be cool to be there, won't it? I think it will be. Mm. Looking forward to that. So the ceremony is on April the 7th, but the obviously the nominations have already been announced. So how do we want to do this? Should we start with supporting? Let's. Let's. Okay, so the nominations for <laughs> Best Actor in a Supporting Role in a Musical are from two shows just two shows for all four of them so it's jonathan bailey and richard fleishman for company and clive carter and robert hands great name rob hands rob hands um for come from away now we haven't seen come from away yet we are seeing it very soon yes we can't next episode we'll be able to tell you what we think about clive and bob clive and bobby hands (laughs) bobby hands um but for right now, obviously, we have seen Company, and I thought Jonathan Bailey and Richard Fleishman were both brilliant. They were. I'm just so happy for Richard Fleishman. Like, yeah, we've talked about how much we love Richard Fleishman on this podcast. He's I a mean, real like, inspiration what? to us in more I ways mean, than one. Genuinely, yeah. I'm just so pleased for him. He's just, he's come so far. He has. He's all grown up, and I'm just so proud he's of so him. He's so talented. He is so good, and I feel like this was his first big, serious role. Mm. Um, I think you're in town was like he was the lead yeah but it was off West End it was off West End so yeah I'm just I think that obviously company like Sondheim that's a real it was already a sort of really big move in his career and I'm just it's just it made me happy that he got a nomination I'd be happy if he won same I'd be happy if Jonathan Bailey won to be honest same and I'm sure that Bobby Hans and Clive Carter are also great we'll let you know yeah people love that show they do and I'm anticipating that i will also love it yes so yeah um sorry to all the supporting men in any other show yeah. literally anywhere because <laughs> yeah. no. Just, sorry about that sorry sorry and best actress in a supporting role in a musical the nominees are Just we should do the announcement we oh would my be God. great i'm regional you've got a nice voice there we are we're perfect you've got it um <laughs> Got Patty Lapone for Company, Ruthie Ann Miles for The King and I, The Queens, which is many, many people yeah. for six. Amy Atkinson, Alexia McIntosh, Millie O'Connell, Natalie Paris, Maya Kwanzaa-Breed and Jonea Richard-Knoll. So all of them, one nomination. And Rachel Tucker for Come From Away. So firstly... Let's talk about the fact that six people have got one nomination, one nomination. for playing six different roles. Yeah, like... They put under the queens, but they are six. Like each of those women plays a different one mm. of Henry VIII's wives. They're six characters. They yeah. don't like alternate for those roles. They are. They That's are like saying six Hamilton, different roles. the revolutionaries. It is, yeah. It feels like at the SAG Awards where they have like a best cast. Yeah. It's like, it's not, that's not what the role is about. It's meant to be. If there was best ensemble, sure, that would be them. Exactly. But it's best actress in a supporting role. They're all supporting each other, which is lovely. Like, it's lovely that they were all nominated for best supporting role, but pick one. One of them's got to be better than the others. Yeah. You know? And if not, then clearly they shouldn't be nominated. It's just (laughs) what I mean. I just, I, I mean... If any listeners know of another time this has happened, let us know. But I don't know of any time that people who have played not the same role, not a role share, so not like mm. the Matildas or the Billies for Billy Elliot, like literally six different six different characters. roles, different characters, different songs, different 
but they're all performing on stage. I just, it's very, this is very weird to me. Mm. Be like this, the lame is, the students. You just can't, that's not a thing. You can't, you can't do this. They've done it, clearly. They have done it, but it is odd. It's very weird. I don't think, I'm, I don't put, think I'm going to they're going to win, so I'm not sure it'll be no, a problem. No, I don't think they will win. I think Patty Lupone will win I because she's Patty Lupone. Patty Lupone. Um, yeah. I'm expecting good things from Rachel Tucker in Come From Away Same. because I love her voice. Yeah, I've loved her ever since she and was on. And it's not like she is a Western star. She like, is, she is yeah. classic West End. She is. She's great. Yeah. So good no, for her. Nice. And it, to be fair, like you've got Company, The King, and I Six, and Come From Away. The spread of shows there. That's good. It's really good. You know, it's been a good year. Yeah, it has been a good year just don't understand the queens no thing, no do i i'm happy for them these young actresses that they're they're nominated so the nominations for best actor in a musical are mark antolin for little shop of horrors cobner holbrook smith for tina zubin vala for fun home and ken watanabe for the king and i probably a bit racist how i said watanabe then i'm very sorry you were just enjoying it i was just enjoying it it's a great name to pronounce i, think I this am is really good really excited about this category actually yeah. i'm really Look, pleased to see mark antolin little there because he, he was, was so great. good he was brilliant in like shop. he was so good that the rehearsal pictures in the program i was mm. like like he looks so his he just like embodied the character so much yeah and when we talked about fun home we talked about how much we loved yes he he was was just like heartbreakingly and i didn't think he'd get a nomination i was gonna be like he should have got a nomination but i'm I'm, so i'm surprised that mark anton did but like seeing i'm like maybe he should win i think so good i think it either Having seen Ken Watanabe, yeah, I do not think he I should win. He he's should obviously win. by far the biggest name in the category. Yes. And he's never been nominated for Olivier before, and so they might want to give him one for that. And I think he maybe deserves the nomination, but I don't think he deserves to win. I think the other three... Like, Cobner Holbrook-Smith is excellent. So he plays Ike in Tina, which is obviously a really tricky role because mm. he's got to be, like, engaging, but also, like, no one, or hopefully no one in the room is rooting for him. Come on, Ike! <laughs> yeah. You go, Ike! <laughs> yeah. But there's, like, he is excellent in that role. But I think for me, it's Mark Antolin or, or Zubin Vala. I, I would be so happy with them. either of them. Yeah. I'd love to see Mark Antolin's little face if he won. Yeah. I think I want Zubin Vala to win just because of how thoroughly he embodied that role. Oh, I, it was just, I mean, we, we talked about a, how it's just like, it was one of the most emotional theatre experiences I've ever had. And I think yeah. so much of that was to do with how mm. how much you were drawn in by his performance. I'm, I'm like, maybe slightly disappointed that he's the only f- actor for Fun Home nominated. Yes. Well, we'll get on to snubs and we will. things we should think should have been nominated at the end. That's a good um, point. But he was great. And he I think, was phenomenal. I do think that if any one person was going to be nominated, yeah. it should be him. Please good category. Him. Good nominations. Yes. Well done. And the nominees for Best Actress in a Musical are Sharon D. Clark for Caroline or Change, Rosalie Craig for Company, Kelly O'Hara for The King and I, and Adrian Warren for Tina, which I think is another excellent category. I mean, they were all excellent in these roles. I think think Rosalie Craig was really good. Like, I think she was really, really good. I think because the rest of the cast was so strong and because Mm. she's sort of like the straight man of the piece, as we talked about in our review of it, I think she... I'd like, I don't think she doesn't deserve a nomination. I just think that she wasn't the standout of the show for me. Although I think like the bit, we'll come on to set design mm. later in the more technical awards, but I think the way that when it was her big song, it's like being alive, like her big songs, the way everything disappears and she seems really small mm. on that stage, kind of physically, but she still carried it. I thought that was really amazing. She had such a presence. So like, I agree that she, mm. partly, yeah, because the whole cast is really strong. She didn't necessarily kind of, 
shine in like a really obvious way. Yeah. But I am really pleased to see her nominated. I yes. think she might win. I think Adrian Warren, it's been about a year since we did our review of Tina, but that role, I just think any, and this is an, Adrian Warren is phenomenal, but I also just think that anyone in that role, like it's such a monumental role. Tina basically doesn't leave the stage mm. for 90% of the show. Like she's just there and it's so up and down emotionally and there's such a broad range and Adrian Warren is phenomenal and that role is phenomenal. I wouldn't mind Kelly O'Hara winning. No, Kelly didn't, O'Hara was lovely. I didn't love The King and I, but I think Kelly O'Hara was like the, my, by far my favourite part of it. Like her voice just crystal clear yeah. and she brought so much heart to it and I I wouldn't she was be so upset Julie at all. Andrew-y. She was. I wouldn't be upset at all if she won. Yeah. Sharon D. Clark, I think, was fine in the role and it wouldn't surprise me if she won because I think if Carolina Changer gets anything, it'll be that. Yeah, I agree. Although I, I kind I think of that's see the mostly most... Craig edging this one. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I really can't say which way I think this one is going to go, to be honest. I think it really could be any of them. Yeah. I think what is nice about this is that it is four shows. Okay, The King and I, I guess there is more of a balance. But Caroline or Change, this version of Company and Tina are all such strong female-led shows. And yeah. I think The King and I... I do think that Kelly O'Hara was more the star the than yeah. Ken Watanabe. So yeah. I think what's really nice about this category is that all of these roles were just really it's their show. good, full roles. Yeah. And like these women kind of tell the story, like it's their story, it's their narrative. And I think that's nice because sometimes like the best actress roles are a bit, you know, yes. less than. Agreed. But no, this is... this it's a, is It's a good year. Great. Well done. Good work to well everybody. Well done, theatre. So on to a few of the technical awards. So the nominations for Best Theatre Choreographer are Kelly Devine for Come From Away, Christopher Catelli based on original choreography by Jerome Robbins for The King and I, Carrie-Anne Ingrui for Six, Beautiful. and Liam Steele for Company. I think, having not seen Come From Away or, or Six, six. <laughs> I think Yet. that the choreography for The King and I, especially the, the sad tale of Uncle tom there's like a ballet bit in the middle mm. where they tell the story of uncle tom's cabin and it's like a seven minute long number and it's just beautifully choreographed i wouldn't be surprised and wouldn't be upset at all if that won like i think company was like the the movement is good but there's not like it's a not big the same dance number choreography. no i agree yeah and i'm sure the choreography of six is really fun and like modern and good hip. to watch hip as the kids say and i, I would come from away i believe having not seen it yet that like the cast were on stage for like most of yeah, the show and, and the movement is more involved in telling the story yeah so also wouldn't be surprised if that one but i think the king You're and right, i is like a classically yeah, sort that of... kind of dance moment in it was yeah stunning yeah also choreographing that many small children is a feat in itself oh, those children mm. they should all have been best supporting actors. yes they should the children the king and i <laughs> And the nominees for Best Set Design are Bunny Christie for Company, Bob Crowley for The Inheritance, Ez Devlin for The Layman Trilogy, and Anna Fleischel for Home, I'm Darling. I have to say, I haven't seen the final two, but Company and The Inheritance, both of them have phenomenal set design. Like, it was just so beautiful. I kind of think Company takes this one for me. It was just so cleverly done. So clever. And I loved the use of, actually, I was going to say neon, but technically that's lighting isn't it um 
it's, or is it set design? Like, is it? Yeah. Is it like how the show is lit counts. from off the stage? I think maybe or... that includes in lighting, but the design of it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the use of neon. The, there were so many doors and there were no hiccups and moving rooms. I loved how and... it was incorporated in the storytelling. The yes. set was really part of of the narrative in kind of how the characters interacted with it. Mm-hmm. And the moment during the wedding, like yes. when they all just kind of went, you know if you know. Oh, and the but priest just keeps just, coming from yeah, all just the different... All over, yeah. yeah, it was just so clever. And it was actually like, in what it was, it was a really simple actually yeah yeah but it just it it was it was so good and i think yeah i want it to win i also wanted to win the inheritance was very pretty and again did some very clever things um and i'm sure that the others did as well and i'm sorry that i didn't see them but you know like i'm only one person (laughs) and (laughs) we're also sorry that we're not going to talk about any of the technical categories yeah we do appreciate and we know that sound design is extremely important things sound good but i just don't know how to talk about sound design and sound intelligent like i they all sounded good to me. Yeah, um, I could hear them. Same for lighting. All beautifully lit. Great job, everyone. Yeah. Um, costumes, strong strong nice. across the board. Didn't see anyone looking shabby. Yeah. Um, anyway, on to <laughs> Best Director. <laughs> the nominees for Best Director are Christopher Ashley for Come From Away, Stephen Daldry for The Inheritance, Marianne Elliott for Company, Rebecca Frecknell for Summer and Smoke, and Sam Mendes for The Layman Trilogy. I think it's very nice to see two women in this category for a start. It really, really is. I it is rare. Again, we've not seen Come From Away yet. We've not seen Summer and Smoke. No, I did want to, but you know, time passes. Busy you by. people, and we've not seen the Layman trilogy. Yeah, but I would like to go to Marianne Elliott anyway, just because I really like Marianne Elliott, and I think what she's done with Company is it's just so innovative, yeah. and just the whole fact that it exists in that in that form. I think Marianne Elliott had a lot to do with that. I agree, and. I just think she's great. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad if Stephen Daldry won, though, because they also love Stephen so Daldry for bringing Billy Elliot into my life. And again, we've not seen Come From Away, so yeah. we may feel differently once we've seen it. But, but I think you're right. It's the it's how Marianella was so involved mm. in in redefining what company was for yes. the modern age. And I think yes, yeah, and doing just such a great, so great good. job with it. Yeah, and just giving us Richard Fleishman topless. I mean, thank not you, just topless. Not just topless. That makes it seem like he was naked. He's not naked in the show. But almost. Almost. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you for your time. <laughs> That's um, why we need more female directors. <laughs> it is. It is true. Oh. I don't need to see any more women in their bikinis. <laughs> Next up is Best Musical Revival. And the nominees are Caroline or Change, Company and The King and I. I obviously. I mean, Company. The, the discussion that we've just had, obviously, we want Company to win. Yeah, I, company. Think company I think will Company win. was miles ahead of these yes. other two. Even though, like... I mean, I feel like we were quite harsh about Carolina Change. I did think it was good. I think The King and I was lovely in a very classic way. But Company didn't feel like a revival. It felt so exactly. fresh. And it was yeah. so different. So I feel like we've used innovative like we have, 100 times was. this episode. But it felt so relevant and so yeah. and so necessary mm. in the 21st century. And I just, yeah. Like you wouldn't think that, obviously Carolina Change isn't even that old. It was written in the 2000s. The King and I is very old. But yeah. Company feels like like a new show like a yeah. brand new show absolutely um it's like carolina change and the king and i i think felt very dated yeah and company just felt like it was written for this for this modern era totally and i just think for that it deserves the way that it's been reinvented in its current form deserves recognition yes this is the one where i'm like definitely 100 yeah i'd be amazed if it wasn't company yeah. 
So nominees for Best New Play are The Inheritance, The Layman Trilogy, Misty and Sweat. And we've not been as good with plays, but I... If you haven't realised by now that this is a podcast about musicals, then... Yeah, they're like... <laughs> Sorry about it. We say theatre, but we rarely... We mean musicals. rarely see you're, plays. You're I mean, good also, plays. there's just so many plays. Like, when the list came yes. out of everything that was eligible, I was like, that's why it's just so overwhelming. Like, I have yeah. seen a few plays this year, but the only one I've seen that's, like, nominated for anything is The Inheritance. And mm. The Inheritance was so phenomenal that I, I... I'm sure the others were great, but The Inheritance was, like an emotional pull and i think it should win i think it will win i yeah i agree yeah if i if the others had you know been talked about as highly i would have gone to see them i yeah. feel like probably so yeah we just felt we should mention those but yeah we can't really have an opinion honestly sorry 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 the nominees for best new musical however we can talk about uh they are come from away fun home six and tina I just think Fun Home should win. We haven't seen Come From Away yet, and I'm expecting to really love Come From Away. Yeah. But Fun Home, I think partly because of the seats we had, which were like the centre front row, which just like felt really yeah. It was just probably the best theatre experience I've ever had. Like I was the, just the most swept up, and every single part of that show was just impeccable. I thought there wasn't like a weak link in the cast. There wasn't a weak moment. The set was amazing. The lighting was great. The costumes were authentic. It was just, I thought it was just perfect. I agree. I would like to see it win. I absolutely would. And it would be nice yeah. if an off West End thing went because there's so much good That's stuff true. off West End. And I think it would go a long way to kind of promote that a little bit further. Just a shame that it's now closed, obviously. It is. So you can't see it, but... But, you know, see other things at the Young Vic. See other things. Go and see Come From Away also, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a another really solid category and quite a nice range of of shows so it's yeah yeah. also we're talking about the women in the best actress category being like really really prominent in their shows and actually like fun home six and tina are all female-led shows and come from away from what i understand is very very balanced kind of gender wise yeah like the only person who gets like a real solo of their own is rachel tucker's character yeah as far as i understand so it's a very that's feminism yeah go ladies (laughs) so yeah we're broadly happy with the nominations there are a few things that we thought would get nominations that didn't that were sort of surprising so heathers didn't get any nominations yeah nothing at all hades town also didn't get any nominations which i'm slightly pleased about Um, i mean if you listen to our review at the time we didn't love hades town i'm surprised they didn't get anything for set design because it was gorgeous beautiful And I just thought that people really rated at least like the music of it. Like it's just, it didn't get anything. I mean, like even maybe one of the like outstanding achievement in music where it's like kind of a vague, like not quite yeah. sure what this is, but it was maybe trying to do something interesting, yeah. interesting musically or it definitely thought it was. Yeah. I don't think but it we should be nominated. Oh for no, anything. not at all. I'm just surprised that it isn't. Yeah, absolutely same. Because I think like obviously it's opening on Broadway soon. I think there's not many shows that open here and then go to Broadway. And I think the Olivier's like like to be a sort of ahead of the crowd where they can be and not just be like, oh, we're just going to give a load of award to Hamilton when they've already won everything. Yeah. It's important. Like, you know, they've nominated Tina for quite a few things and I think Tina will probably win something because obviously Tina's moved to Broadway and it'll be nice then to be like, oh, we've already won the Olivier. Like, it makes them more relevant. Yeah. So I'm surprised that Hades Town didn't get a single nomination. Nine to five, the musical also didn't get nominated. Yeah, I wondered. I was rooting for Amber Davis in that category. I wondered man. if they might get like costume design or something, yeah. but they they didn't. Which I mean, I'm, I'm they it, but... on when it was on Broadway, they got 
nominations. Yeah. I think Alison Janney and Stephanie J. Block I mean, are nominated. I mean, come on, the Alison Janney and Stephanie J. Block, aren't they? Like, <laughs> cast award-worthy people, you get award nominations. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't... Even though it didn't get terrible reviews. No, it didn't. It got better reviews than I thought. Um, Only Fools and Horses also didn't get a single gutted. nomination. I thought Paul Whitehouse might get something just because he's Paul Whitehouse and he obviously wrote it and is in it. But, No. And now I feel like I'm justified in not seeing it, which is good. Yeah. I would have liked to see Little Shop of Horrors get a yes. Best Revival nomination. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really fun production of it. It was. I'm glad that Mark Antolin is nominated, but, you know, that's... Imagine if Matt Willis had got an Olivier nomination. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Bless him. I also think that Strictly Ballroom should have won Oscar just for the time after time number alone, because I loved I mean, it so much. Did you say Oscar? Yes, I did. <laughs> like, that's, that's what, what I they mean. Deserve. It deserves an Oscar. Oh. It was cinematic genius. It was, to be fair. I did love it. It was a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful oh, well, yeah. In a very messy show, but... Messy, but enjoyable. So you know? enjoyable. I had oh, fun both, both times I went to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I um, missed that little show. <laughs> so do I. I didn't run for long enough. No. However, the What's On Stage Awards were also recent, and they happened, and some of those shows did win things at the What's On Stage Awards. So, Best Actor in a Musical was won by, obviously, Jamel Westman for Hamilton, because Hamilton was eligible for the What's On Stage Awards. Obviously, it was eligible for last year's Olivier's, so that's why there's kind of a year delay in Hamilton winning a ton more awards. Carrie Hope Fletcher won Best Actress for Heather's Musical, which doesn't surprise me because she's she's got a massive fan base and is extremely popular. The What's On Stage Awards are audience-voted, so that's why they're kind of all the big names like mm. best actor and actress in a play were Aidan Turner and Sophie Okonedo which like you know obviously they're just names that people yeah. know from yeah films and stuff yeah and films and stuff you know Vanessa Redgrave got best supporting actress and you know not saying that she wasn't lovely in The Inheritance but she really very much isn't in much so yeah there are big names that the Hamilton cast kind of were the ones that got that aren't the big names that got awards. So, as we said, Best Actor. Jason Pennycook won Best Supporting Actor. And Best Supporting Actress was Patti Lapone, so again, big name. Heather's got Best New Musical there, which I feel like is the biggest sign of it being audience voted. Not that I really enjoyed Heather's, but, you know, it was up against Hamilton. I mean, so. I can't stop listening to the cast recording since it came out, so... I mean, there we are. That's why it's audience voted, There folks. we are. Um, and Best Musical Revival went to Little Shop of Horrors, which is good. I think it was a crowd pleaser. Yeah, I agree. I was kind of surprised that company didn't win that, but I guess maybe because the what's on stage or like I feel like it's kind of stagey people, not kind of theatre people yes. who vote for what's on stage. So yeah. yeah, it kind of makes sense. It was quite a young the and with the theatre darling. Um, but like even though obviously because Hamilton was still eligible for this, they did kind of dominate. I do think there's quite a nice spread between Hamilton, yeah. Heather's company. Um, because a year shop, later you know, like, people haven't like forgotten about Hamilton but a lot of great things have come along since yeah and, and it doesn't feel like it's you know the yeah. show anymore yeah it's still very much one of the shows but you know and again Six did quite well here got best off West End production which is nice the What's On Stage Awards are nice because obviously the audience they as are much nice, as audience yeah. voting can lead to just like you know names and crowd pleas and stuff but like you know like there's obviously the Olivier Awards are there for the more high caliber things. And this is like, it's the audience that keeps theatre afloat. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know. Often these shows are like some of the most successful and long running. Yeah. Not always. No. The next piece of news is that initial casting has been announced for the Palladium run of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat this summer. Sheridan Smith is going to star as the narrator. Now, Pharaoh's Story is a great song and I'm quite excited to hear her sing it, to be honest. 
I've never seen Joseph before. No, me neither. Um, yeah, no. And Sheridan Smith's just great, isn't she? She's good. So I haven't actually seen her live in anything. Neither have I, because she, when I uh, went to Legally Blonde, it was an understudy. It was Susan McFadden, who was great. And, and when then, we saw well, Funny, Funny Girl, Girl, it was yeah, Natasha J. Barnes. She, she was, was off for a while. Then. Bless her. Um, so maybe she'll actually perform in this one. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it. like this is a less stressful role than yeah Funny she's Girl not the lead yeah um i'm still just so intrigued to see who's gonna get cast as joseph and when they're gonna announce it i just it's gonna be jason donovan i'm calling it now maybe it'll be richard fleishman <laughs> oh my With god start the campaign here and now he would be a perfect joseph he would be so good the emotion He'd like okay close every like door. although i i understand on every level the ghost is not a good show <laughs> but the emotion that he puts into the act one finale that in close every door. Mm. Obviously, you'll be there every night if he's Fleishman for Joseph. Fleishman for Joseph. <laughs> I'll work on it. You work on Fle- it. Fle- you work that up. You work on that hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Something to do with fleeing. They have oh, to flee. Flee. I was wondering if I was like something like if you can make like a fleece and a coat, but they're too far oh, away. I don't know. Fleeceman. Yeah, it's, it's not, not quite. It's enough, not. It? It's we'll, not. We'll work it up. We've got time. I mean, do we? The, they probably cast it by now. I need to let them know. True, if it's not Richard Fleishman, they've made a mistake. <laughs> Whoever it is, I literally... I don't You're care. You're not worthy. The next piece of news is that the complete casting for the West End production of Fiddler on the Roof has been announced. So this will be opening at the Playhouse Theatre on the 21st of March. So it's basically the entire cast that performed the show at the Menier Chocolate Factory, apart from uh, Hava and Fiedka. They have been replaced, which is sad because they were both very good. They were very good, yes. Um, hopefully they're, they've moved on to better, I'm sure, bigger yes. and better things. I'm sure things. they just had other contracts signed. I'm sure. Um, but you will still get to see Andy Nyman and Judy Kuhn and Harriet Bunton and Stuart Clark and Molly Osborne. I loved Molly Osborne. I'm so excited she's still in it. Um, and Joshua Gannon and lots of other people. They've also hired a bigger ensemble, which is exciting because it felt really full anyway Yeah, in a small space, but it's going to be more immersive, I think, with what they're planning to do to the theatre to kind of, like they did with the jungle, take it over with the set. And that's exciting. Yeah. Should be good. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. Would recommend. Some more casting news is that further casting has been announced for the upcoming run of The Light in the Piazza at the South Bank Centre. So Renee Fleming and Dove Cameron have already been announced to star in it. But joining them will be Rob... I never know how to say his name. Hoochin? 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 Hoochin. I have no idea. Hohen. Hohen. my favourite. Celinda Schoenmaker. Maka. Sean Macker, I would Macca, say, but it really think, could be anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. She's lovely and great. She and is, I yeah. feel bad. And so is Rob Hohen. Sorry to everyone involved. We're just sorry to everyone. Sorry. Really. Liam Tamney? I think Liam Tamney. Liam Tamney. Mary McLaughlin. Marie. I was so confident that I could do her surname. I got her first name wrong. What the fuck? Oh, God. Oh, this has gone so well. I'm going to get And this last one, I'm getting this. Go on. I'm Malcolm Sinclair. She's done it. Congrats. Great cast. Could have easier names to pronounce. Really? Yeah, they really could. Um, Also in the ensemble, which I thought was interesting, is both Chloe Hart, who I saw as Tracy Turnblad in Hairspray many moons ago, and also Molly Lynch, who I'm assuming is the same Molly Lynch that we saw in Wasted, who we really liked. Yes, you're right. I think it's her. Yeah, it probably is. Would make sense for it to be her. It's a very strong cast. It is a strong cast. Celinda is very good. Yeah, and people loved Rob in... In Les Mis. 
and Les in Mis, Eugenius. I'm Eugenius is what I'm thinking of. And I um, saw Liam Tamley he, in something. And I think it was also Les Mis. I feel like he was on Jorass and he was good and I enjoyed him. So that's good. That's exciting. The only problem is that the South Bank Centre website is atrocious. Oh, it is a nightmare to book tickets on. If anyone is listening to this from the digital team at the <laughs> South Bank Centre, digital and or web, yeah, please change your website. Um, why are all the price bands the same colour on the seating plan? Why do I yeah. have to click into every specific every area seat. and then click out again? Yeah. to see. Just show me where the cheap seats are, guys. I Come just, on. I just want to know where I can afford to sit. Yeah. And and why can I? Why does it not tell me if a section sold out before I click in on it? Mm sort it out guys it's just ruining the user experience it is we we thought about booking tickets we haven't yet will we maybe um if, it's also expensive it's very expensive but i think the cast are great and we have seen you know there's good things at south bank center i mean the thing yeah. i always think of is the is when we saw cynthia Revo and jonathan groff in little that how to succeed thing. very good that but when excellent. cynthia Revo was just like yeah just not unknown yeah but jonathan she was, groff was the name and yeah cynthia Revo was you also know like there. the up-and-comer who was alongside him yeah Ah, good times. Very good Um, times. So this should be really good. It's a really strong cast and it's exciting. And um, Renee Fleming and Dove Cameron should be good. If you like piazzas and and light, go and see it. Yeah, I don't know much about the show. No, I've got I also to be don't honest, know much which is probably why show. I should go see it because it is one of those shows that I feel. And like I should I, listen I should. to the cast recording more because I love Kelly O'Hara, but then I don't love Matthew Morrison, and that just sort of he really tries, doesn't he? He's got a, pleasant, a bit he's got too a, much, doesn't he? Tries he a bit too tries. much. So that is it for this week's episode. Thank you very, very much for listening. Next time we are going to have two reviews for you. We are going to see Come From Away, which I'm very excited about, Same. and Waitress. So that's very exciting. Lots of good shows coming up. Yay. And again, very excited about the Olivier's in a few weeks' time. Yes. Yay. Lots of exciting things. Yes. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you in a fortnight. Goodbye. Bye.